Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here, and we've got... Uh, Doug and I were just debating. One of the most important things to talk about here is welcome to the Intel Report with Doug Thornton, Dave Hodges, and uh, we're going to probably be all over the map. And last night you heard, I did a video. I said, how are they going to suppress dissent? Are we on the verge of a global civil war? And, and you know, I don't know if it's going to go to that level, but I have never in my life seen so many people across so many countries rise up against the World Economic Forum. Klaus Schwab is crying in his soup publicly, saying that these protests are interfering with the Weffer's agenda. Uh, and it's a good thing. Before we join Doug, though, and get into this I- issue here, I uh, wanted to let you know that um, we are brought to you by Noble Gold, and uh, more banks entered the watch list. 141, no, yes, it was 141 bank branches closed down last week. My goodness, ladies and gentlemen, the signs are all there. Keep your retirement in the bank, lose it. Keep your money in the bank, you're going to get it. Probably, I would guess what they're going to do is bail in, but regardless, you're not going to get full value for your money. You need to store your money where it's going to be safe. You need to replace it with precious metals. Gold has held its value for 6,000 years, and and I would say this very, very, very clearly. Dodd-Frank Law of 2010 says you're an unsecured creditor, and you have no right to your money once you put it in the bank. Out of their goodness of their heart, they let you come and get it. That day will come to an end when they need to cushion their fall. So let me send you some information that will help you escape this tyranny. Go to DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. And I got to give the FTC warning that we fully and cooperatively give all investments of any type carry an inherent risk and past performance can't be construed with future expectation. And we're glad to give that warning. Unfortunately, Sam Bankman-Fried wasn't made to give that warning, maybe because he was giving $40 million to the Democratic Party and to rhino Republicans like Mitch McConnell. But that aside, we comply with the law all the time. And I'll tell you, I've been a customer of Noble Gold for almost as long as I've been advertising, over six years. And I would really recommend you get into the parallel economy right now before it's too late. If you have something to save, now is the time to save it. Doug, um, it's hard to know where to start, but let, let's start with a piece that I produced last night. And it was, are we on the verge of global civil war? And I went across Europe and talked about all that's going on. The border protest movement, um, people are waking up. There's a development in Arizona that's really interesting. Uh, Carrie Lake, as you know, was offered a broad by unknown people through the GOP chair of Arizona to not run against the Democrat, which is mind-boggling. Uh, and she exposed it. She got booed for exposing it at a Republican meeting. And I'm thinking, oh, they think election theft and bribery is just fine. But something unusual happened. People rose up like me and bashed the GOP in Arizona. I said, there is no Republican Party in Arizona. And they went ahead and stalled somebody that Carrie Lake wanted and is good. And it's because of the pressure of the people in Arizona. The people went nuts on the Republican Party. And I'm hearing Kirsten Cinema is thinking about switching over to the GOP. Um, this is strong, strong rumors coming out of Republicans that I know. Um, Doug, the worm is turning across the planet. It's turning in my state. It's turning across the country. People are waking up in great numbers. They've had enough. 
I don't think Joe Biden could get 15 or 20 percent of the vote if the things weren't rigged. Um, how, how do you see what's happening and are we headed towards a, a civil war of some sort? Well, I mean, all the stuff that you just went over, very valid information for why it seems like the great reset must happen for these globalists mm-hmm. or why we're going to get a black swan event. Mm-hmm. They're losing control of the people, the people that they had control of. Right. They're losing it. And, you know, maybe that's why they're shaping up more of a, a global pattern of war, because we have these patterns of war that are happening all over the, the world right now. Um, and then we actually do have some war zones that are still are in occurrence. And, um, you know, our politicians will take full advantage of that. And when they, they're losing a big part of the demographics of Democrats support to go towards Trump, to go towards the uh, MAGA Republican Party. And, you know, it's a good sign that the people are listening, that the hearts are changing. Um, but I just hope that it's enough to make a difference and that we don't see a repeat of 2020. You know, obviously, we should be praying to the um, utmost of our fullest ability and not letting God rest and getting our country right. Yes. And I don't care. I'm, I'm sick and tired of listening to Christians say that we shouldn't pray for this country because we're Babylon and we're this and we're that. We may be all those things, but don't stop praying for this country and for your people. That's asinine not to have God step in and help us. Well, Doug, we're commanded um, to even pray for our enemies. So that's ridiculous. Well, that's right. I, I brought this up the other night with Jamie Walden is that um, Abraham interceded in front of Christ, in front of God. He interceded on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember, if you found 50, 45, 40, 30, 20, how about just 10 righteous people? Would you spare the land? And the Lord said, yeah, if I can find at least 10. But we know the story. He didn't. But, you know, that's that's the same type of intercessory prayer that we should be making to the master. But instead, people are really doom and gloom right now. Um, everybody wants Jesus to return. Hey, right on. Maranatha, right there with you. Do you understand what has to happen before that? And, seven years. Yeah, yeah. The Antichrist. Horrific stuff. Are you ready for that? And I don't care these people who say, oh, I'm so ready for these things to happen. You're not ready for your power to be turned off for a day. No. You're not ready for the wrath of Satan to hit this world, let alone the day of the Lord to hit. Now, we are not to be here for the day of the Lord, but there are going to be many people who will be. And that's why, instead of worrying about your doom and gloom politics and conspiracy theories, preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. Be wise as serpents. Be as gentle as doves. Preach the gospel. And uh, get prepared. You never know what's going to happen. You can't trust our politicians. Our politicians have sold us up the Yellow River. They have sold us out to China. So you can't trust them. You know, I mean, people like Donald Trump. People hate Donald Trump. Donald Trump's Illuminati. He's a this. He's a that. You know what? It doesn't matter what you think Donald Trump is. If he is put into power, God put him there. Just like how God put Biden into power. God put Trump into power, and he put Obama into power, and he put Bush into power. It says in the scripture that he anoints and appoints the rulers of the lands. Period. You got a problem with that? Take it up with God. What we need to make sure that we're doing here in America is every individual person and household is ready for the next six to eight months. If they're going to do anything, it appears it's going to be 2024. I don't know if that's a blackout. I don't know if that's war. But they're saying 2024, expect the black swan event. So expect it. I would agree. And I I could not. I I mean, it's even hard to find the words to express the stupidity that I'm seeing. I, you know, I like my audience, but occasionally we have a few drifters come in and they say the most ridiculous things. And I'm going to say something, too, that um, I've said and I've received a lot of criticism. Although the signs are there, and I agree, it looks like we're headed towards the end days. It doesn't mean we are. If the world were to get on repented uh, and repent, get on bended knee and commit to Christ— there would not be the tribulation for our generation. It would be passed down the road to another generation that did not meet the challenge. But repentance uh, towards salvation is the key. 
to turning this around. And this is what I seemingly am having trouble getting people to realize. Uh, The answer doesn't lie in the next election. We should have learned our lesson over the last three elections. So the the election is not the issue. A war will not settle this. Uh, A pandemic won't settle this, although I think these are things that the other sides are going to try. But, Doug, the bottom line is it's, it's repentance, and the last days are not guaranteed. And these people are so fatalistic that I, that I, that I get so distressed with. It doesn't matter what we do. We're in the last days, the blah, 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 and the blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, three and a half years of that tribulation is supposed to be pretty damn good. So, you know, what are you fearful of? The first three and a half years is just the Antichrist getting things in place. The last three and a half years, yeah, can't buy or sell, all the bad stuff that's going to happen. Well, what do you think, Doug? Do you do you think uh, that our fate is sealed with the final days? Well, there's a few things. One thing, all judgments of God are sovereign and just. Yeah. So I'm not going to complain when it happens. Exactly right. Um, it doesn't mean I'll like it, but I'm not going to complain. Sure. The... Uh, the disconnect the disconnect that people have from scripture um and from from scripture from this world and following nothing but conspiracy theories online and and just talking to conspiracy theorists in circles is is they're they're losing what's happening disconnected to the people outside you know you should be ministering to people outside. You should be ministering to people everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. But yet, instead, people want to, you know, get prepared for doomsday. I get it; it's fun. They want to get prepared for uh, all this crap that's going to happen. Nothing it, wrong with nothing wrong with prepping, people. Li- but nothing. people live off a high of it. I know they get an endorphin dump. Um, you know, it's like, ooh, the next thing to be scared about. You know, that's why people go on you know, uh, uh, roller coasters. They like to be scared. They're chasing the adrenaline rush. Um, and look, I, 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 I'm a rambling madman. Sometimes I just say what's on my mind. I have no filter and I don't care if I hurt people's feelings or not, I'm not here to be people's friends and pat you on the head, but America, our, our way of thinking of Christianity in America is a skewed because you are so doubly insulated from things happening outside this world. If you went to Iraq as a Christian right now, Iran as a Christian right now, Saudi Arabia, any place in the Middle East, or even, you know, in, in Ukraine, if you went there as a Christian right now and you oppose the local governments, you oppose the local rule, you would have a very different mindset of where we're at. Some people think we're in the tribulation right now. Some people thought that a hundred years ago. We're not. Yeah. I mean, and, and just to, just to show you, like it's going to get way worse than what it has in the past, but look, I'm not Debbie downer over here. Um, I don't think, I don't think America is going to be destroyed in the next three to four years. And I don't know. Nobody knows. I am confident enough to know that nobody knows. I'm confident enough to know that Bill Gates is full of shit, that WEF is full of shit, Klaus Schwab is a Nazi, and some people got a little bit too red-pilled and believe every boogeyman that's ever been wrote. So I I do my best to pay attention to from Scripture – um, to what's going on day by day. The Bible says, let tomorrow worry about tomorrow, worry about today. Um, so that's kind of how I live, but you have to project out into the future things that are happening. But we know the 2025 stuff. We, we know um, the 2030 agendas. You know, yes, all these things are, are there, but God is sovereign. So but back, to my, back to my original time, question. Hold on before you go there. It's not guaranteed we're in the end days. Would you agree? We have really very little to, other than repenting. That's about our only option here. It's it doesn't not matter be up to us. Yeah, it does. It it has. It should have no bearing on the Christian if we're in the end days or not. Exactly. It should have no bearing on you. Mm-hmm. You should be ready for Christ every hour of the day, which is why you should have 
a repentant lifestyle, as Paul said. You should be forgiving your brother when they ask for forgiveness, not holding on to um, these things that cause you to hate. So you shouldn't be in love with this world. You shouldn't be in love with money. You should be ready for the master to return, like the the virgins that were ready for their bridegroom. You You should be ready for the return of Jesus. But that doesn't mean become a kooky conspiracy theorist and live in your freaking closet. There's a fine balance that Christians have to have. You still need to go out into the world and preach the good news. That means you still got to go out and eat and pay your bills and get new tennis shoes and fill gas up in your car. Probably got to get a job. Like life still goes on no matter how that looks until Christ returns. Life will still carry on. Even when the Antichrist is here, you're still going to pay taxes. God knows what kind of taxes we'll pay. You're still going to pay taxes. You're still going to have to buy stuff. Um, you're still going to have to, um, uh, hell, every everyday life is still going to happen. The courts will still be here. Law. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Enforcement will still be here. Militaries will still be here. Idiots will still be running countries. Now, us Christians, it'll come to a certain point where you'll be able to still live in this Antichrist kingdom, and then, which is the entire world, and then, bam, you won't be able to buy, sell, or trade lest you have the mark. So that, as a Christian, that's where my mind is at. Of course, I don't think every day about, you know, the book of Revelation and, and, and the Antichrist and all that stuff. I think some people get a little too caught up in that, too. Um, but, you know, I, I do read Revelation uh, frequently so that I can stay abreast to it. But 
you have an entire Bible to be reading, to be preaching. <laughs> so I think people need to be doing that. Dave, there's probably still going to be Super Bowls. Taylor Swift and Katy Perry are still probably going to be selling them souls and themselves for money to the Hollywood uh, industry. Um, we're going to have a lot of bad impacts from nature and weather and all this. Nothing is going to change. If anything, Jesus says it's actually going to get worse. It's going to get worse. But fear not, the end is not yet, right? The end has not come yet. It doesn't come until Jesus, the end does not come until Jesus comes back and defeats the armies of the throne. So all the armies that stand against the throne, when he defeats that, then they'll wrap this whole thing up. Until then, Christians need to live like they're supposed to, doing what they're supposed to, being bold in their faith, not stuck in their phones, not stuck it behind a computer looking up conspiracy theories, be outside, enjoy the life. The, God still gave you this world to still go outside and enjoy. Um, but then again, that's me. That's my opinion. Dave, people say I'm Illuminati. They say I'm a Mason. They say I'm a, I'm a this, I'm a that. I'm a dude. Well, they in, finally in found you out. 400 square foot house. They found you out. They found you out. Found you out. A Doug, camera. You, you've been discovered. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. You're, Look, you're, hey, you're, too. you're a weffer and you're a trilateral commission guy, too. That's that's right. That's right. And if I were all those things, I wouldn't be driving a 23-year-old Ford excursion that loves to be in the shop more than it loves to be on the road driving around. So, so it's... People get caught up in all this stuff, and then you forget things that are actually happening. Look, let's have this conversation. you got two people right now that are running for, for office. You've got Trump because Nikki Haley's nothing, and then you got Biden, okay? You don't have to vote. Vote if you want to. You don't have to vote. It's your right to vote. It's your right not to vote. However, politics are going to dictate what you do. So you need to be involved in politics to some extent. I'm not saying you have to be in it but you need to be aware of it it's going to dictate your life it dictates your taxes soon it'll dictate who you can see on the radio and on the tv so you need to kind of be abreast of politics but not so wrapped up into it that it, you become like a a cult-like following of your favorite politician either mm-hmm. my, my that's my two cents on it my, my relatives uh, my dad's side of the family uh they weren't jewish but they were political enemies of the state and because they were capitalists, basically, and uh, they had the sense to get out. OK, and, and you're absolutely right. We need to be aware of what the enemy is doing. God's not commanding you to go to a, a Holocaust camp. That's that's not that's not in his design for your life. Uh, but we need to be aware of what's going on. And right now there's only one place you can go with most of the people in it, and that's the alternative media, to have any idea what's going on. You know, I watched some of the regular news two days ago, Doug, and I thought I was watching just pure fiction. It's just K-Ultra all over again. It's it's insane. I mean, I look at this, I'm just laughing. I go, who could believe this crap? It doesn't, their their news reports don't even make sense. Yeah, I know. I heard John Kerry. I want to tell you about this. John Kerry had that quote in October, and he repeated it again a few weeks ago, that we need to hurry up and depopulate the planet. I'm paraphrasing now. Uh, humans are the big enemy of the planet. And, of course, the, the planet is elevated over humanity. But what I really found interesting was his statement three days ago to general media. He said, and he was responding to the farmers' rebellion in Europe. He said, we don't have any choice if we're going to deal with climate change, but we've got to put agriculture front and center. And there was a desperation in his voice. Doug, that's victory. This man was desperate in what he was saying. Klaus Schwab is desperate in what he's saying. But they're not going to go down without a fight. We got war. We got them uh, contriving a possible civil war. Uh, and we have pandemic. I have concluded that I think the pandemic is the likely one because they can lock down to martial law and then have their way with us, and people won't question the lockdowns as much as the other stuff. It makes me think like if they're going to do that. So the perfect delivery agent, let's, let's go ahead and put this out there. The perfect delivery agent, delivery mechanism for COVID was the mainstream media. 
Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Chinese putting their people over here in jets. No, it was mainstream media. The most contagious thing was mainstream media and the White House. They spread the contagion like nobody else. Now, and obviously what, what I'm saying is the Mockingbird media spread misinformation, malinformation, disinformation, because they were told to. Oh, which, by the way, what I just said, I'm pretty sure is what just got me another strike on YouTube. So Doug is up to his eighth strike on YouTube, uh, and I'm still here. Yeah, <laughs> It's like every, every two to three months I get a strike. You're a better man than me, Doug, and I'll tell you why. I've had no strikes, and I'm off YouTube. Yeah, I, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But I'm a little bitty nobody. You know, that nobody follows me like they do some of you other guys. So that's why I'm not a big deal. That's why the algorithm just bam, two weeks. What did, what did you say to get a what did box. you say to get a strike? Uh so I was talking with the CEO of the wellness company, really nice guy. Would love to have him on the common sense show for you. And uh, you guys have a great conversation over COVID. We were talking about COVID. We were talking about vaccines. I edited everything out that said COVID and vaccine in it, and um, or at least my ability. And then they hit us for talking about mental health on the West Coast. People dealing with, with mental health and fentanyl and some other stuff. And uh, that's where they got us. It's pretty extreme. How do you deny that? But then again... The, the inmates run the asylum now. We have a mental health crisis right now. Insurance companies are tightening up what they'll pay for on mental health now because there's so many patients. Yeah. So they're, they're doing more denials now than ever before. See, Doug, you remember, I used to be a therapist. So I went through, you know, post-secondary education, postgraduate informa- uh, education with people I still have contact with and are still active in the field. And they tell me it's becoming really hard. They, they say, when you see a, a patient right now, you don't know if the insurance company is going to approve it. It's a crapshoot. In the old days, you kind of knew what the criteria was, and you knew how to write up your request to meet the criteria. Today, you have no idea. And this is what I'm would you Would you say that America is suffering from a case of mass psychosis? No. Um, psychosis is a complete break from reality. I would say America is suffering from element of depression that i refer to as learned helplessness that we've been so beat down that we don't feel our actions make a difference and so we're paralyzed to act for many people in the face of what should drive us into the streets with pitchforks yeah well look i i beat myself up left and right when i talk about stuff like this this is not the colonial america 1776 rising up and defeating the british not because the spirit's not there or the intent's not there, it's because the technology is so vastly different, you're not going to be able to do that. This is not going to. not going to work. Mm-hmm. It would be a Vietnam-style rebellion. Yeah, exactly. War. Exactly right. Um, but we're, there we're is looking, a learned helplessness. Don't leave that point, though. When you say Vietnam-style, I agree with you. Multi-generational underground type of fighting. That's what I think is coming. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Anyway, I'm sorry. What were you saying about learned helplessness? But there, there is. People are at a state to where, and look, uh, uh, th- there's a lot of things out there that that sway people's mind, but uh, the truth breaks all bounds. No much, no matter how much it has been attempted to be suppressed, the truth, one way or another, always gets out. But people are, are, are at the rate where, like, I, I give up on the courts. I give up on law enforcement because they're corrupt. Um, I give up on the, the White House. It's it's just irrelevant at this point. Um, and, and the Pentagon, because the industrial complexes, um, they run everything now. The corporations run everything now. And we're just um, we're just meat that's caught in the cogs of the wheel of a, of a machine, the American machine, right? That's all the citizens are. That's how people present themselves. Like, Oh, at that rate, you are the word that you're looking for is capitulation. You're just allowing whatever is going to happen to happen. You're not going to resist. So when they come door to door to collect people, are you not going to resist? Uh, imagine if you're the one guy who decides to resist in the suburb 
who completely capitulated. You're going to be you're going to be made what's called an example of. But if the entire suburb would resist, well, then that's going to be a different story. What I'm trying to say is Americans have the ability right now, unlike many other countries, to still get out and to make a difference. Venezuela can't do that anymore. Russia can't do it anymore. Ukraine can't do it anymore. Our friends in in England, you can't do that anymore. France, you can't do that anymore. Germany can't do it anymore. Scandinavia, they can't go out and do it anymore because the EU has completely captured their way of life. And if you do anything out of bounds, God forbid you send a mean tweet about Islam, you're going to prison and no one's going to stop the, the police from coming and getting you. Hey, Canada, you're the same way. Australia is the same way. New Zealand's the same way. China's a lost cause. Um, Taiwan is about the same way. There's very few places around the world where the people still have the ability to rebel against an authoritative regime and make a difference. America is still, I believe, that last bastion of hope that can. There's but another, people will say I'm crazy for saying that. There's another element here, though, Doug, and I, I tend to agree with you, but in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, when you're at the base level of five needs, food, water, shelter, clothing, and so forth, um, where the globalists have made their mistake was they went after the food supply, and that's why they're getting the pushback they're getting now. And that kind of supersedes the fact that people have allowed themselves to be trapped in a tyrannical system. Now their ability to put food on the table is in jeopardy. They can't make a living. And uh, this is a big problem that is not going to go away. Even if the protests dissipate, and someday they will, um, and I don't give it 30 more days, but it will come out other ways. The, the, you, know, you, know what, you know what Europe's going to turn into? Northern Ireland in the height of revolution. That's what Europe is going to turn into. And it's because the globalists made a mistake. You know, Klaus Schwab understands Nazi power and how to enforce Nazi power and how to basically do Dr. Mengele stuff to his population. He understands all that. But what he doesn't understand is basic psychology. When you go after the food and water and it affects the children, okay, that's when I said, when I said we, when we can't put shoes on our children's feet and put food on their plate, we will rise up. I've been saying that for years, and now we're seeing proof of that in Europe. And it's about ready to come here, too, Doug, because the dollar is on the verge of collapse. And, and people are basically going to go, screw you. Look what you've done to us. We're not listening to anything you say. And here's the problem they have in America, unlike Europe. 400 million handguns. They got a huge problem in this country. But, Doug, I think this is what's going to cause an extreme subjugation of the American people. I mean, and I'll tell you why I believe what I believe. On November 27th, it was announced in Denver that an Ebola vaccine was released. Okay? Fine. And then they came back with a shedding study and said 32% of the people exposed to people who vaccinated are coming up with vaccination qualities. So the shedding effect was in effect. And then they said this is now uh, we're using this vaccine developing in 13 regional centers in the United States. They're setting us up for Ebola. They're gonna, and Ebola is 90% fatal. I believe America is going to get hit with the pandemic of all pandemics. They need to try to wipe out this country. They can try to subjugate Europe. They can't subjugate America the same way because of the handgun factor and a little bit about our background as a country where we only put up with tyranny for so long. And I think we're going to get hit with a pandemic. That's what I think the main method of subjugation will be. What do you think? Uh, it's it's hard to disagree with that. Um, the pandemic hits, uh, it checks a lot of boxes. It hits people really hard because it hits them mentally nobody wants to suffer horrifically and die and based off of covid i mean you couldn't go into you 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 show up to a hospital and you're sick and they want to freaking get your um take a laser gun and get your temperature from 30 feet away and you know then they'll tell you you know when we call you you can come in i it scared people it pained people irritated people 
And so people started seeking their own way to defend themselves and protect themselves and rid themselves of any type of uh, uh, sickness. Well, you're not going to do that with Ebola. Well, that's, I mean, you can believe me or not, or you yeah. can look at the statistics yeah. of what's happening in uh, different parts of Africa when they have an Ebola breakout. People flee. They kill people who have Ebola over there, or they just let them die. I mean, that's that's how they control Ebola in Africa. They allow these people to just die. And very few uh, times do people go in there with the ability to to uh, to protect these people and to you know bring them any type of uh, aid besides comfort. And in America, I mean, I don't know, man. We we get schizophrenic about damn near everything. So when Ebola hits, uh, I me personally, I'll do my best to stay inside. If I go outside, I'm wearing my freaking gas mask. Gas mask, gloves, you know, I mean, but then again, think of how ridiculous that sounds already. So that's mm. that's what they're expecting, that type of, uh, of uh, reaction from the people. Here's the thing about Ebola. There's deceit going on, Doug, because I covered in 2014 when Ebola crossed the Texas border and there were 19 cases across the country and two died. I covered Ebola. What I found was the CDC has positioned themselves to profit on it because they patented Ebola and all Ebola treatment. And the only way you can do that is if you've weaponized it. You can't, you can't patent something in nature unless you've modified what's in nature. So clearly they've weaponized Ebola. Second thing I discovered at that time, that back in 2006 to 2008, a group in Crucell Laboratories developed an Ebola vaccine, and I read the research on it before they scrubbed it from the Internet, and I still have it. It's still up on my website. Uh, the data set was incomplete. They didn't have replicability of research, but they're claiming it worked. So let's just take them at their work, despite the fact I'm telling you the research really kind of sucked. The uh, If they have an Ebola vaccine going back 18 years, and now they're announcing late last year, we have an Ebola vaccine. That's conditioning process for what's coming. They're conditioning us that they're going to release Ebola. It's event 201 and COVID all over again with predictive programming. That's why I believe what I believe, Doug. I mean, there's some historical basis to what I believe. And um, we're going to be on the Common Sense Show. We're really going to be exposing this again. I'm going to go back in the past and reteach what I taught. 10 years ago to show people this is what's coming. The other thing I found too, and I know that you know some of this, when I was doing my deep dive and research in Ebola, we were totally lied to about how it's transmitted. Uh, it can stay on inanimate surfaces for a certain period of time. It is aerosolized and you can catch it through the air. You don't have to have direct body fluid contact with someone to get it. And that was an absolute lie. The incubation period is also a lot longer and this was during the first uh, train of the beast and bringing large Im amounts of immigrants in from South Central America. And I said, how convenient now that the Canadians have shown us that Ebola has a long incubation period because you can infect a group of people, send them into America, and then they can become symptomatic and spread this once they're here and bypass Border Patrol and everything else while they don't appear to be sick. And and I believe all that's coming to us, and this is why I believe we have the EFS 8 through 14, which is medical martial law, and they can confine you. Um, New York passed this rule 2.13 that they can take you out of your home. You can't go to the courts. You can't do anything. They can put you anywhere they want by declaring you to be sick, but there's no medical criteria for that declaration. So it really is snatch and grab politics. And then finally... Uh, we signed the World Health Organization Treaty illegally without two-thirds approval of Senate, and the World Health Organization will control every aspect of our lives, right, from what you can say. If you say the, the vaccines are bad, you go to prison. If you don't take the vaccine, you go to prison. If you don't take any prescribed medical treatment, you go to prison. If you take something like an ivermectin, for example, you go to prison. You have to do exactly what they say when they say, and there is no medical justification for their enforcement. And we have signed ourselves over to that courtesy of, of Biden. And that's as 
these are the reasons why I believe this is what we're going to see to subjugate America. Well, and that subjugation, it didn't need to be at the level of the people. The subjugation powers needed to be at the level of all the governments and all the big businesses. And they have all agreed to it. Yeah. So that's why I do believe they would do anything for a short period of time to take down the power, take the lights off, take off the Internet um, so that they could reestablish their power should Trump actually be elected in. Now, once again, everything is in God's hands. That's that's going to happen. But I wouldn't put it past these people because they're going to be safe in their armored redoubts. It'll be us who have to deal with each other. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree. Um, you said something, though, that you caught my attention. Uh, I am supporting Trump's return to the White House because he's the last president that did anything for an American. Everything that happens now out of government is against Americans. And uh, so for that reason, I will support Trump. And, but, you know, he may not be a godly man, as they say, but he's God's man if he ends up in the White House. But I don't think he's going to be there. I think the only reason he's not been assassinated is what we see with the European farmers going crazy. The world would go crazy, including this country. If Trump was assassinated, all the veil of uh, disinformation would be lifted. People would see what's really going on. You can't have your leaders. You don't have your freedom. We're in charge. This is a great deception. And people would go absolutely apeshit if that were to happen. And this is the only reason Trump is not dead. But if it comes down to letting Trump in to take us out of the World Health Organization, to make peace with Putin, team Russia up with America that could defeat anything in the New World Order. If if Trump gets in there and begins to do that, and I'm telling you one thing right now, Doug, I want to connect another dot here. The reason Tucker Carlson went to Russia and he interviewed Vladimir Putin this morning, from what I understand, uh, for an hour. And uh, he's on the top five list to be in the VP. I've gotten that from my sources as well, too. Uh, So you've got Putin sitting down with a potential vice presidential candidate, the leading media journalist in the country is Tucker Carlson. And here he is talking. They're talking partnership behind closed doors. I guarantee you they're talking 2024 election. America and Russia band together against the globalists and the new world order. And and I and I and I'm hopeful that that happens. I'm not in love with Putin, but the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And so th- this is where I think some of this is going. But they will kill Donald Trump at the last moment to prevent this from happening. Well, I mean, I would completely support a Trump administration and Putin administration waging war against the new world order. I'd completely support it. So would I. Who else is, who else is, is going to do it? But even uttering that makes us enemies of the state to this government. So words are going to matter in the future. Yeah, and actions I know. I know. are going to matter too. I know you're right. I, I scoff at what you said, not that you're saying it, but the attitude that I'm going to submit to this nonsense. I'm not submitting. Do what you will with me. But if we all take that attitude, enforcement won't matter. Um, I'm going to tell you, there's some historical precedent for what I'm saying about my belief with Tucker Carlson and Putin as well. When Trump came into office, he was not at odds with Putin. And Trump's attitude towards Syria at that time was completely opposite the globalist. Hillary Clinton declared in debate number two, we will have a no-fly zone, meaning we'll shoot down Russian planes, which prompted Putin to say if she had won, we'd have launched a first strike against America before she even took office. And and they were so afraid of a Trump-Putin alliance against the New World Order They had to go after General Flynn in this Russia, Russia, Russia BS and all the contrived nonsense that that Trump was a a Russian agent. The Russians manipulated our elections. Really? Did the Russians have control of Dominion voting machines? I don't think so. Did they have control of staff staff, uh, stuffing the ballot boxes on the films we see in 2000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza? No, they didn't have anything to do with that. But they had to invent the Russia problem to keep Trump and Putin apart. Because if Trump well, would have, a, if Trump would have aligned with Putin, all those allegations about being a spy and disloyal to America that would have come out. That was a clever move by the Democrats to do that. Well, and I think there's also a psyop within the MAGA Republican Christian movement 
that has more or less turned the people against any form of leader that is godly, that is patriotic, and they have made them into this whole uh, Illuminati, whatever, whatever you want to say. Um, To me, that almost feels like a psyop because the strongest people in this country are the Christians. We, we make up the most of America, or at least those who are leaning towards Christianity. We make up the most. We're the, we're the ones who are typically the constitutional Republicans who want prosperity for this country and want safety for our country. So that auto- automatically makes us enemies. So whenever we find leaders amongst our own people, immediately it's, oh, don't trust this person because they did this. Don't trust this person because they said that. But look at the Democrats and how they vote. They vote as a single entity when yeah. they vote. The board. And, and and Republicans, Christians, we don't do that. We are so divided. That is why we're so weak, because we're so divided. It's by design, though, the division. I go back to the DHS creation um, of the clergy response team, and I talked to some of the early pastors involved in this. And they told me about how they were recruited to handle Americans that would be put in concentration camps. And they were told, you can't talk about God. And I mean, I've got the documentation. I published it. Alex Jones published it. Um, I did interviews. Uh, and this would have been, oh, 2008, 2009 when I was doing these interviews. And they divided the church, Doug, is my point. Uh, they went after the church. They weakened the church. Yeah, we can have gay marriages. That's not quite what the Bible says, God. Yes, we love gay people. Yes, you don't hate the sinner. You hate the sin, and you help the sinner be restored in the glory of God. And that's what we should be doing. But what the church did in leadership, they went totally the other way. I mean, every week, a pastor should be talking about don't let your kid get their genitals cut off. Take your kid out of the public schools if they're teaching this CRT crap. This should be said from the pulpit every single week. And it's not because the churches are held captive by tax policies called 501c3. I can't lose a third of my income, so I better not say what the government doesn't want me to say. Do you agree with that? Yeah, the word is compromised. Exactly. Our our politicians are compromised. Our economy is compromised. The churches are compromised. Patriots have been compromised because of the FBI and their infiltration. Law enforcement is compromised. The DOD, Pentagon is compromised. Big business is compromised. Social media is compromised. Mainstream media is compromised. There is there's very little solidity within America, which is what the communists have been wanting to do is to deteriorate America so that when it eventually comes down to the point that they think we are weak enough to invade, weak enough means we're not going to band together and thwart half of America. Seems like they want China here. The other half says they want America to be destroyed because we're Sodom and Gomorrah. Both of you have to live here during the, the impending invasions so uh, you better choose a side and don't think that the uh, the Chinese are going to be uh, gentle with you. They won't we, be. The Wee Fang Declaration to the Central Planning Committee. Um, we like America. He did say that. We owe America. Japanese, World War II, flying tigers. America showed great courage in helping us. They lost lives to help us. He said all that, and then he turned around and said, but we're going to occupy America for its resources, and there's not going to be any Americans left. We're going to kill them. Right. With, we're going to kill them with bioweapons. 2017, people. I wrote a five-part series because I was one of the people selected, along with people like John Moore and the late Paul Martin, to receive documents that had this speech in hand. And you're absolutely correct, and, and you're right on the money with everything you just said. Um, we are totally a compromised nation here, and it starts in the pulpit. We could have compromised politicians and the people could band together in their community churches. But the problem is, is not enough pastors are speaking the word of God. There are people like Paul Begley, who I love and admire, and he he doesn't care what he says as long as he feels it's the truth and it honors God. But there's not yeah. enough people like Paul Begley. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that we should be pressuring out the politicians that are trying to pressure us into damnation and ruin. But instead of doing that, 
What do we do? What do our protests do? I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say that protesting is bad. It's not. But what does the protesting do? Well, let me tell you, they, you described- they had to do they had to do more than just protesting in 1775. That's right. They had to throw the tea overboard and go from there. Um, the uh, boy, you're right on the money with what you're saying. You you really are because uh, what does it say in the Bible? Faith without works is useless. You you have to back up what you're saying. You have to be who you say you are. And you're absolutely right. You have to live a repentant lifestyle. You said that early on, uh, and Paul made that real clear in the New Testament. You have to live a repentant lifestyle. You you have to live each day as if Jesus is coming back, and our pastors are not doing that as a group. We are not like the heathen nations. We don't have to take over and drag our leaders through the streets and decapitate them and put it on Twitter. We don't have to do that. We shouldn't do that. We should be more than that. We should be a leading example. But sometimes, you know, the MLK approach is not enough. And if we're at that junction and we're expecting our leaders to step up and to to provide us solutions to our problems and hoping to also get people to follow them to create these solutions, um, you know, it it, it would be one of those once-in-a-lifetime events where if you're going to overthrow a dictatorship that's about to cause world war and destroy the economy, hence destroy America. I mean, look, right now Mexico wants us to just assimilate 10 million people into our culture. Uh, Right now we've approved a Senate bill to do 1.5 million a year. Um, And then the same Congress who wants you to go to war uh, with multiple countries who wants to subjugate you, tax you out of your home, make you eat bugs that are all bought off by the special interest group. Those people, and there's there's you know a few that are not these people, but the majority of those people in the Senate just passed Senate Bill 3589, the unauthorized private paramilitary activity that makes it illegal for three or more people associating under command structure for the purpose of functioning in public or training in to function in public as a combat, combat support, law enforcement, or security service unit, they are trying to make it illegal for you to jo- to form your own militia or join a militia to train as a group of people. It'll be unauthorized par- private paramilitary activity, so it's going to be illegal for you to publicly patrol, drill, which means train, or engage in techniques capable of causing bodily injury. You can't even train. You can't even do firearms training. Man, it puts Doug out of a job. Um, it'll be illegal for you to interfere with, interrupt, or attempt to interfere with or attempt to interrupt government operations or government proceeding, which means no matter what you think about Abbott and all these other governors, what they're doing right now by sending the National Guards to defend the border is actually against what the presidency says. Um, interfere with or intimidate another person in that person's exercise of any right under the Constitution of the United States. So it'll be yeah. illegal for you to do that. No criticism. No criticism. That's what that says. Yeah. Every illegal person that comes across Mexico and enters into America immediately gets constitutional rights. Immediately. They get constitutional rights. So you can't intimidate them or you're, you're, it's a felony. Look, they don't want you to train to engage in any activity described in these other paragraphs. Training. So now they're saying you can't be a you can't be a militia unless it's state approved or federally approved. So unless it's Biden approved, um, you can't defend your home and you can't train to defend your home. What do you think is coming? This is the mindset of the people. This will never pass. This is quote, the purge. This is the purge. This will right never pass. Yeah. Doug, what's what's the bill this number? Is their mindset. What's the bill number? So bill number is uh, S. Three five eight nine, three five eight nine. Okay, I'm going to have to go to work on that. Um, even if it doesn't pass, it shows the mindset of our leaders, and we need to make the people aware of this. Absolutely, and and there are penalties to this. You want to know real quick what the penalties are? Yes, this is the penalty. Okay, the penalty is any person who violates this subsection shall forfeit to the United States any property, personal or real 
involved in, used, or intended to be used in any manner or part to commit or to facilitate the commission of the violation or that constitutes or derived from proceeds traceable to the violation. Okay, if you train people, I guess sell stuff that people buy for training. If you um, walk around your house in a suburb and a civilian watch and you got guns, you will be violating this uh, this next law. What if someone breaks into your home, Doug? How does the bill well, address that? I guess give them all your stuff. So that it's you know, illegal for you to defend yourself in your home. No, it doesn't say that. What it says is for the ability for the American person to join together three or more people to train as a unit, which means being able to repel uh, any type of enemy attack as a militia or to patrol the streets as a militia or as a civilian watch group. It doesn't say the word militia. It says paramilitary. That means it's going to be anything that falls underneath that umbrella. Yeah, the terminology is kind of irrelevant to the action. In other words, what they're saying is we're going to eliminate block watch. We're going to eliminate anything that your community does, private security, to make the homeowners more safe. In other words... When we come to get you, you won't be able to defend yourself. That's what they're saying. So, and the other part of this bill is large capacity ammunition feeding device. Yeah. So they don't want you to have a firearm. It says it in this bill. They don't want you to have any type of explosive or incendiary device um, or anything that would be termed as a dangerous weapon or a large capacity ammunition feeding device. So, uh, I mean, the people who want World War Three and they want to subjugate you, don't want you to defend yourself. You can piece all that together and uh, come up with a, a theory on your own. Me and mine are going to serve the Lord and prepare for tomorrow. That's how you get ready for this at this rate, I guess. If we're not going to vote for Trump, if we're if we're just going to let the country implode, then prepare for world war, civil war, and famine. Good luck because you're not prepared for that. Yeah, I totally agree with that, um, which is why we need a Russian-American alliance. You, you see, Doug, I, you know, this gets into another show. We need to do another show on this. The formal forces that be will someday put down their guns and go, screw you, I'm not doing this, because it's their, fam- it's their families that are – they're not going to turn on their families. That one thing we can, in fact, actually, too, I've been reading about where they're trying to relocate agents of various federal agencies as well as military so they won't be serving in their home areas for just this reason. Hey, let me ask you something. If a rebellion were to occur in China and the people were going to overthrow... We got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Okay, hold on. If the people are going to overthrow a communist dictatorship that allows you to have no human rights, would we support it as America? Uh, well, I think formally Biden would be fine with it, but America, no. America would not support that. By the way, what you described in this act, it's social credit with regard to the forfeiture and penalties. That's the social credit score being enacted right there. Doug, we're out of time. Very quickly, tell us how we can follow you. Uh, GSRadio.net, YouTube, and two weeks when I'm back and, uh, and rumble and, uh, the common sense show.com, the common sense show.tv. Please like, share, subscribe. And uh, support what we're doing. No idea how long we're going to be here. Train, prepare, and pray. That's all I got. Thanks, Dave. God bless, Doug. Thanks. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts to help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at TheCommonSenseShow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, 
hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container, you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50 year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. It will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.